And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. And I'm Aaron Illich. All right, kids, we're back for another week, and this week, we're going to get a little weird. Weird is the best, period, in this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we, we got some stuff. Um, now, for some reason, when I said weird, I, I, I shot back to that one video that you and I did, uh, a podcast. This was like long time ago. I don't even think it was last year. I think it might have been in 13, 2013 when we watched yeah. it. That one, uh, the one black guy with the dog on his porch. Oh, yeah. Call the dog police. Call the dog police. <laughs> that was a great God, video. that was so funny. Well, this one is not funny, but this one is so bizarre, I think we can carry... Well, we'll see how long this conversation carries. An adequate conversation. Um, so you want to go ahead and just jump right into it? Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. This is, let me clear that out here. The title of this article is Meet the Teenager Who Lost His Virginity to His Mother's Corpse After Murdering Her with a Hammer. (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) Uh, That's him. Oh my god. <laughs> he's how old? 17? Uh, we'll find, uh, he's, they just said teenager. Oh, teenager. Yeah. He got a full on mustache. Yeah, that's something like, mm. Well, he's 18 te- technically. It says, I don't think you need much information beyond that headline, but let's do this. Deep breath. <sighs> okay. It says, Kevin Davis, an 18-year-old from Corpus Christi, Texas. There, oh, there you go. Yep. We knew right off the bat it was neither it was going to be from Florida or Texas. It usually is. <laughs> it is. Um, from Corpus Christi, Texas, has admitted to a crime so ugly that brutality, or brutally murdering. Sorry, kids, I'm reading this off my phone, so the words are really tiny. <laughs> Um, so ugly that brutally murdering his mother by striking her 20 times with a hammer isn't even worse, the worst part of this incident. Um, let's see. This is, it says, asked what asked. Okay. When asked what happened next, Davis said, I had sexual intercourse. I guess I lost my virginity to a dead corpse. A dead corpse? Ugh. As if the murder, necrophilia, and incest weren't bad enough, the jerk's also redundant. (laughs) If there's one silver lining to this awful story, it's that Davis stopped short of further compounding his terrible deed. 
He had originally planned to kill his sister as well, but he decided against it. Uh, a quote. Because having sex with a sister would be too weird. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, see. Uh, this is a quote from him. I had my fill of killing. It seemed a little much, he told police. A little much. Okay. So. <clears throat> Okay. Well, let's. He had to get on some sex because he didn't think that killing something or someone, for that matter, being his mom, was weird. It was too hard for him, so he decided to have sex with a dead body. I wonder how hard that was for him. With mm. no face, essentially. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> well, I can't really tell if it's my mom, but I'm pretty sure it's my mom. It must be one of those brown paper bag over the head situations. Yeah. Red everywhere. Yeah. No kind of features at all. Oh, ugh. <laughs> oh, I got a visual. Yeah, I'm like, um, <laughs> man. He also, t- he, Davis also told officers that he would kill again if allowed. Unsurprisingly, it took a jury less than an hour to find him guilty and jail him for life. <clears throat> That's why he got it on, because he knew he was going to jail, so... I don't know, that dude's pretty ugly. I don't even think the gay dudes in jail would, like... Would have that. Uh-uh. I don't know. That, that's just... Some people are desperate, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I mean, I've never it's, been there, but... I was gonna say, it's Corpus Christi, Texas. You could probably get, like, a $15 hooker. Probably. You know? If you go to the right street, it's like 7th Street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just put away, you know, buying, I don't know, fuck. I I don't know. I don't know what this guy, you know, put away buying your, your you know, online porn subscription for a month and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Captain Stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, family guy, man. That was too funny. That's what this guy reminds me of, Captain Stabbin. Isn't that the the brother? What? Isn't that Lois's brother, Captain Stabbin? Or am I thinking of no, another you, episode? No, this is a newer episode. I think it was uh, from the 10th season. I'm not sure. Um, but I guess uh, they did a, an episode where it was like Taken. And Meg got signed up to do this uh, foreign exchange thing in France with her friend or whatever. And they go there and they capture Meg and, uh, somebody calls Peter, the guy that captured, uh, Meg and her friend. He goes, he's like, Dracar Noir. And then, uh, no, 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 that's, that's after, but Peter's like, does the whole taking thing. He's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but I have a particular set of skills. The skills being like, uh, Nothing in particular or some shit like that. It was funny as hell, man. That episode is great. If you ever get a chance to watch it, watch that shit. Because it is, it'll make you laugh. Alright. Because if you've ever seen Taken. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll get a laugh. It is so funny. <laughs> he does his best Liam Neeson. Yes. Oh, man. But this kid, man, I don't, I, I would kill again if given the chance. Well, that's just, fine and dandy we can just put your ass in jail again <clears throat> and surprisingly enough it's texas so i'm surprised he didn't get like you know death penalty yeah 
Nah, well, yeah. Of the electric say, chair. It's, 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 it's Texas. They, they don't care about the killing very much, or they don't care about the incest very much, but the killing, man, that killing, that's some bad stuff right there. But having sex with your mom ain't, ain't too bad. That ain't, that ain't against Jesus. That's <laughs> why <laughs> <So> I said, <laughs> because killing his sister and having sex with his sister would be too weird. Like, come on now. <laughs> I saw sex with my mom. Oh my God. I lost my virginity to my mom, but she was dead when, when it happened. So it's okay. No, 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 no. It's like those, uh, those Kotaku things. I don't know if you've ever seen them. It's like, 17 times that nope, 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 nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those shits make me laugh every time. I'm like, yeah, hell no. <laughs> when, when you were saying that, I, again, I popped back to, you know, $15 hooker. Then all of a sudden I was like, 15 bucks, little, little man. Put, put that, that shit, shit in, in my, my hand. Chug love. Oh, yo, I think I want to know you, know you. Yeah, yeah. what? Uh. <laughs> God, uh, sorry. I, I, can you tell I've been on a Kevin Smith kick lately? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know, but we found this out from um, Justin and Tiffany. I don't know what if they're going or not. What's that? But, uh, we went over there for or to Aunt Tony's for Laura's birthday. Um, they uh, they were talking about Jane and Silent Bob grow old or some shit. Mm-hmm. The podcast. Yeah, and. They're like, oh yeah, you know, Wizard Con's gonna have it or whatever, uh, in <clears throat> Anaheim. And they're like, Sean and Sandy offered to take us, but, you know, we, we really want to go, but I don't think they'll take us. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, don't, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, it's funny cause, uh, Tiffany had this shirt. It made me laugh cause they had, uh, Jay and Silent Bob as like Mario characters, like Mario and Luigi. Right, right, right. But they were wearing the, uh, they were wearing their like weed costumes, not their not their blunt man and chronic ones, but you the know. yellow trench coat and the green. Trench coat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They um they were chasing after a, a weed leaf, but it was supposed to be like the um the mushroom. Uh huh. They're like, oh. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Uh, changing topics real fast. Do you know? Oh, well, let me jump back. I know there's some there's another one here in Ontario. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah, Ontario. And, but it's not Jane Silent Bob. It's something else. But it's with Kevin Smith. Oh, is it? And it's something I'm keeping my eye on, just to let you know. I wouldn't doubt it. You're always up to date with the latest Kevin Smith news. <clears throat> I let you handle that, because if I tell you, you're like, yeah, I already know. I'm like, yeah, okay. Just, I won't, I won't say anything. Man. Well, you know, the funny thing is, <laughs> is he's my favorite director. He's my, one of my favorite writers. But knowing me, like you know me, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be. No. He shouldn't be, because... I don't have that quirky, naturally, I don't have a quirky, vulgar sense of humor. Yeah. I'm very straight, straight yeah. laced. And I don't know, I just, I enjoy his movies. I, I like his humor. It makes me laugh. Yeah. That's, I'm, <laughs> if you think about it, I, I'm kind of, I kind of fall in the same boat with Kevin Smith. I, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why Rebecca likes me so much is because, like I said, you know, on the other podcast, and I, she said that I remind her of Randy. Just a vulgar sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, sometimes you are so stupid. It just, I, I can't help but laugh at you. I'm like, yeah, I, I get that sometimes. Speaking of so stupid people, do you know Farah Abraham? Do you know who she is? 
Sarah Abraham. Mm-hmm. I know who she, she's an actress, right? She is, okay, let me, let me start in the beginning. She was originally in Teen Mom 2. Oh, yes, yes, we talked about her. Uh-huh. Yes, I remember now. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then she went on, she, um, she did a porn tape. Mm-hmm. And then she found Jesus. And then she, she found. Became a stripper. Yeah, she became a stripper. And then she wrote an erotic novel. Then she found Jesus again. Wrote a Christian parenting book, and she lost Jesus from that, from writing the book to making her own sex toys. Oh yeah. Well, <clears throat> she uh, she went under the knife this week, and uh, she was doing some plastic surgery, and most mainly it was collagen in the lips. <laughs> and um, everybody wants those Jolie lips. She oh, wait until you see the picture. She had a, a reaction to the collagen injections. The collagen injections. And that's what she looks like. Oh <laughs> my god. Her lips are almost as big as her boobs. Yeah. Shit. She looks like Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Dude. <laughs> Oops, she got banana lips. Uh, let's see what the the article says here. It's just a very short article. Oh, I would imagine so. Cause oh, ooh, look at the side view. Look at that side view. I didn't scroll down far enough. <laughs> she looks like the <laughs> fucking chick from The Simpsons, Marge. You know how Marge has that huge upper yes, lip? yes. God, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Maybe she got a role to play Marge Simpson in the live action version. I know. Just paint her yellow and give her some blue hair. Oh, fuck. I love stupid people. Yep. Thank you for having something for us to laugh at. Um, it says, it's been a while since we've checked in on Farrah Abraham. Let's catch up and see how she is. Oh, my God. Her face. What in the mother-loving hell has she done to her face? And then the picture I showed you, the first and second picture are both from Twitter. And it says, girlfriends, don't say I didn't warn you. Botch California ER fixed it. Oopsie. <laughs> and it says, duly noted. Or if I should ever decide to get a little work done, you can be sure that it won't be out of some dude... <laughs> Dude's name, Randy's Garage in West Hollywood, where I'm assuming this took place. And then big bold letters, it goes, Honey, you are only 23 years old. Your face was perfectly fine to begin with. Hell. Emma, uh, let's see, it says, Hell, I'm with this person. And then someone tweeted Farah. Uh, let's see, it says, Oh my God, what did you do? Was a, a tweet. Oh, that's, uh, from Marshall Mathers. No, uh. Uh huh. Oh my God. That's some funny shit right there. He's been getting a lot of rap lately. Really? Good or bad? Bad. Really? What's going on? Uh, I, I guess in a lot of his, um, his new album songs, like bashing other celebrities, like, I guess he did a, a song. 
during some football game or something like that during halftime or something. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember exactly. But he he did this song, or a preview of the song. Uh huh. And it was like uh something bashing. Um, what's her name? The chick that does summertime sadness. Uh, it's one of Rebecca's favorites. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's her name? Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Does this work? No. Oh yeah, that's right. There's no. I was gonna say look up something, but I can't. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't bring my laptop or my tablet over here. Be frustrated. Yeah. Um, what is her name? Uh. <clears throat> you, you have access on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Look up the song "Summertime Sadness." It should pop up her name, like "Summertime." Summertime sadness. sadness. Yeah. Summer. Starts with an L. Can't remember her name. Let's see. Just to let you know, the studio right now doesn't have any working Wi-Fi. Well, not until tomorrow, anyway. Yeah. Le studio, por favor. Wi-Fi. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Yes. He uh he had like this this. I can't remember if it was a freestyle or if it was part of one of his new songs, but he did this thing where he was bashing Lana Del Rey, and he he was um comparing beating her up or something like that. I don't know if you know if you remember the Ray Rice incident. Yes. Yeah, he was saying something like, "I'll I'll beat her face in three times like Ray Rice or some shit like that." Yeah. <coughs> if you if you look it up on YouTube uh-huh. or anything. It'll pop up. I know that for a fact. Cause it, it's fucked up what he says. And he got so much bad rap for that. It was insane. And he just didn't, he didn't care. Mm-mm. And then, um, he did another thing where he was bashing, uh, what's her name? Um, 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 um. I can't remember anybody's name right now. It's I, I'm like I'm so tired I cannot remember shit. She does Black Widow. Is Rita Ora and and he bashes those. Rita Ora and some other chick, or Rita Ora stuck stuck up for her or some shit like that. Yeah. Um. God, I can't. I can't remember. I really can't. No worries. She's the chick. She's like a white Australian chick, but when she talks, she sounds like she's black. Mm. Mm. Oh, what's her name? Um, oh, come on. What's her name? Think. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 She had round, she went rounds with Snoop Dogg recently. Yeah. It's another thing. <sighs> yeah. That was one of the last things that we talked about on, uh, what we think. Fuck. What's her name? I can't remember her name either. And it's some weird ass name too. What's her name? Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm drawing a blank completely. I'm trying to compare it because somebody made a, a name making fun of her on Twitter. Uh-huh. And it, it compared it to an igloo. Iggy Azalea. That's it. Yes, Iggy Azalea. It was Igloo Australia. 
is that chick's name on t- on Twitter making fun of her. Uh huh. Yeah, but he also bashed Iggy Azalea, saying that her ass is too big or some shit like that. I don't know. People are stupid. Well, here's the sad thing about Eminem, Marshall Mathers. Mathers. He's one of those people that I could actually listen to, and I'm not big on rap at all. No, that's how I am. Like, ever since that's, that, though, like, mindlessly bashing people for no fucking reason. Right. They've done nothing to you. They, you know. But this is what I'm saying is, is he's one of the ones that I could listen to and, and enjoy his music. He's what, 40 something years old. He's got a daughter, you know. Yeah. And, he doesn't, he's rich beyond rich. He doesn't need negative feedback. Feed, well, he doesn't, uh, publicity. Publicity, yeah, yeah. And that's all this is, is, is he, for negative publicity. He retired for all of like six months or some shit. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to retire from music now. He's like, whatever, right? And then he comes back, oh, I'm making a new album. Like, really? Come on now. But he's talented enough where he doesn't need to do that. No. And that's the sad part. That's what I was getting to. Yeah, it, that's why I said it's just, I ever since that it's just like honestly I can't. I <clears throat> nothing with Eminem anymore. It's just that shit pissed me off so much. I'm like, and Lana Del Rey is a good artist. She can sing like really sing, legit sing. Yeah, and he raps. Right. He can't sing. He talks fast. And rhymes. He's like a fucked up version of Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Seriously. He's the only white guy that can rap that fast that I know of, at least. Um, but yeah, I was just, honestly. Okay, here's a little bit of news for you. Uh, since we're talking about rappers, and for some reason this episode kind of feels like what we think, huh? Kind of. Because you We're talking about celebrities yeah. here. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, Yeezus. What's his name? Yeezus. Uh, Kanye. Kanye. Kanye West. He and, uh, Paul McCartney did a, a picture. You know, you already know. Yes. I'm over here having a shit grin on my face, just bobbing my head because I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Cause <clears throat> on Christmas Day, <clears throat> not Christmas Day, uh, New Year's Eve, we were playing Logo Quiz. And I, I, I was so tired that day. I'm tired every day, but I was really out of, and I was buzzed because I, I slammed a freaking Mike's Hard Lemonade uh-huh. in like three seconds. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I feel kind of good, right? And um, it was one of the questions. It was like one of the Fab Four, uh, who out of the Fab Four was on TV commercials more than anybody in the 80s or 70s or some shit, right? right. And, um, I seen that and I was like, ah. I know this name. I was trying to give a Rebecca hints. She's like, who? Fab Four, Fab Four. I'm like, fuck, what's his name? I, I, or not what's his name, but who is he? I, I know the name. I know the name and it's stuck in my head. Right. And then I was like, okay, you want me to give you the answer? She's like, yeah, just tell me, right? And I said, Paul McCartney. She said, fucking Beatles, really? I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, you have a fucking Christmas ornament. On the tree of the Beatles, and you can't remember who the fuck Paul McCartney. I was like, ah, I felt like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, I felt like an asshole. And uh, the next day, actually, I seen this the video, or not the video, but the, the picture of Kanye and fucking Paul McCartney. And like everybody was talking about whoever Paul McCartney is, Kanye just gave him a career. I was like, these fucking people are stupid. I thought I was stupid, man. No. 
Yes, and that's the thing is is that I I, I literally I was going through on my phone looking at this, and I was like. These people cannot be serious, but they were very they serious. Were so serious, it was sickening. I was like, "Oh my god!" It's like the Beatles. Uh, everything yeah. is everything came everything in today. It doesn't matter what what genre of music mm-hmm. the Beatles influenced. Yep. Yep. Because oh my god, the Beatles influenced the Doors, and the Doors influenced fucking electronic music. Yes. Because if you listen to Jim Morrison uh, on one of his interviews, and it, it, I'm getting goosebumps talking about this because one of the songs that Skrillex made, if anybody know, if anybody knows who Skrillex is, you know who Skrillex is. I do. Um, I don't really care for him too much. He has a few good songs. One of the songs that I like a lot, though, that he made was called "Breaking a Sweat," and he did it with the remaining Doors members. Oh, really? Yeah. In they cut out a uh, an interview that Jim Morrison was in, and it was like one of the breakdowns. And he's like, uh, "Honestly, I believe that music will be influenced uh, through electronics um, and instruments, right?" And that's why they made that whole song "Breaking a Sweat." They're like, "I'm breaking a sweat, and it's all right." I'm in the doors is the chorus, and I'm breaking a sweat. And then um, I can't remember his name, but the guitarist, he's like. It's like giving me goosebumps because it's like it's like doors right, mixed right. with fucking electronic music. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> it was is real nostalgic, but I honestly I believe you know he, Jim Morrison was fucking right. <laughs> and they, like I said, the uh, the doors were influenced by the Beatles, right? So it's a chain reaction, and people don't understand that. It's because they look they look and they're like, okay, Rihanna. Uh, Fucking Iggy Azalea, you know, and they don't realize what all that shit came from. Fucking Britney Spears back in the nineties, uh, NC Backstreet Boys, all that shit that it's especially those ones. Yeah. Because those, they were trying to knock off, um, the Beatles. Yep. Nobody can put two and two together anymore. It's, it's sad. It <laughs> it really is. is. It's sad because. You need to appreciate your roots before you can appreciate anything else. Yeah. That's just I, the way I, I feel about it. Yep. That's why I like oldies. Like I I like I like the rockabilly music. I like the psychobilly music. I like, you know, sixties, seventies. I like Sinatra. And people are like, Who are those people? I'm like, Really? You don't know the fucking rat pack? Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, wow. My grandma works at the plaza down on Main Street in Las Vegas, and uh, they have a lot of Rat Pack memorabilia in there. Oh, really? The Cage Casino, yes. They have pictures of, like, the owners and shit with them. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. That she is took cool. Me, she took me into the cage one day when I was little, <clears throat> and I seen it. I was like, what? I said, is that Frank Sinatra? She's like, yeah. She, whenever they, uh, when they were on tour or whatever, you know, they'd come in and they'd take pictures with the owners and... Man, I was. That's cool. I like Sinatra. I got another one for you. Sorry, kids, it's kind of late. Yeah, it is kind of late. Um, did you watch the interview? Have you watched it yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Justin just gave me another copy of it too. Oh, did he? I, I lost one in the nothingness of our room. Well, okay. I was gonna say I got a, you know, I got an Oscar screener. You know the whole story behind it. 
Yeah. You know, that North Korea hacked Sony. And then Sony's like, well, okay, we're not going to put it out. And then they decide to put it out. Did you know that the FBI, this is what they say. And I don't, I honestly, I don't believe it, but the FBI was like, okay, it was us. We hacked Sony. Really? Yeah. Why? I have no idea. Maybe it was to prevent a fucking, a world war or something. I don't know. Well, <clears throat> maybe they had contact with North Korea. I don't know. Something happened, but the FBI came out and was like, okay, we attack Sony. That's crazy. Yeah. Because the last thing I read about it was Obama saying that he was going to do, he was going to have some type of retaliation against North Korea. They shut down their internet for 48 hours. I heard about that. Yeah. I was like, good, finally. Fuck, man. He also did some trading shit, mm-hmm. you know, legal stuff that kind of hurt the the economy of North Korea. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Christmas Day, it came out in select theaters and came out on video on demand. And YouTube. And YouTube. And they made 31000 or 31000 31 million. million. But the sad thing about it is, and now I'm, I watched this movie, okay? It's still on YouTube, too. You can buy it. And it's it's okay. Maybe a three out of five, maybe. Uh, I'm being generous, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but they said that even after making $31 million, the movie's still in the red. And I'm like, how much money did they fucking spend on that movie? It was just, like, insane. Um, reading it here, it says, let's see... Has there been a more memorable movie event in recent memory that can match the drama that has surrounded the interview? I'm not talking about quality of movie here so much as I'm talking about the political storm the movie's plot created. It seems no matter how the movie played out, it just wasn't going to end well for the interview. A slight silver lining may be the impressive $31 million it pulled from VOD and on-demand in the last two weeks, but even that comes with some fine print. With the $1.8 million that it took in from its limited theatrical opening on Christmas holiday and the $1.1 million it grossed last week added in the interview has rung up a total of $2.9 million at the box office. With $31 million from VOD and streaming added in, it's grossed a total of $33.9 million. Even the record returns from online. The interview remains a long shot to get to it black, since it had a production of $45 million and a marketing budget in the same range. Oh my god, so they spent $90 million on that movie. Ninety freaking million dollars on what? On the interview? No, I know, but on what in the interview? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there was some special effects in it, but not ninety million dollars worth. Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying marketing was forty-five million, but okay, so forty-five million in, in the movie. There was no forty-five million dollars of special effects Mm-mm. that I, I can think of. Not unless everybody that wanted to be in the interview charged an outrageous price to be in it. Right. You know That's crazy. Because, <clears throat> um, 
What was I going to say? And we only want, what, 10% of that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, it says, Sony reported box office numbers are a little higher, but it doesn't match, or it doesn't make much of a difference. At this point, it'd take post-Christmas, or in Rogan's case, Hanukkah, miracle for mm. this movie to make any money. And we all know that season has already passed. Yeah. Oh. There was a thing posted on, on, uh, not Kotaku, but there was another thing posted on Polygon. Uh-huh. It's another, like, uh, social thing. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> and they said that could the interview fiasco be the most brilliant marketing scheme ever? In history. Yeah. Yeah. If it, if it was, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I think, too. I'm like, there's, there's, and it's funny because there's so many conspiracy theories with this. There really is. Did North Korea do it? The FBI came out and admitted it. But what if it wasn't the FBI? What if the FBI was covering for North Korea? Or Obama, for that matter. Right. So, who knows? Uh, I'm looking through here, kids, and, and looking to see if there's any good, cool topics. And they finally caught uh, two of the people that took down PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. Oh, did they? Yep, Lizard Squad. Which is funny because um, they did this whole video after they shut down uh, the interview, or not the interview, <laughs> PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. Um, they did a video of it, mm-hmm. and they were talking on the video, and I guess they, they, they stinged, or they stung, not stinged, stung. One of them in Sweden. One of them was in Sweden. And then one of them was in uh, England. Because BBC was all over that. Oh, really? Yeah, they were all over that. And so two of them are down. Um, They're like, they said something so fucking stupid. They're like, why are you defending uh Sony and Xbox? All they want is your money. They don't care about anybody else. I said, but it, I'm thinking to myself, who fucking cares? If people want to spend money on shit, let them fucking spend money on shit. You know Absolutely. Why take something away that people like? Because your your opinion doesn't fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, we have con- complete control of this. No, you don't. You may think you do, but no, you don't. They're like, the security system is so crappy for, uh, and supposedly Sony has the best firewall system ever created or whatever. They said that it was so easy to take down that, um, all they had to do was reprogram it. Really? Yeah, basically is what they said. They said, I don't, they don't understand why they don't have uh, legitimate, um, cyber tech people on their security system because they could prevent those attacks. I'm thinking if, if these people know how to do all this shit, but taking down security <clears throat> systems and hacking in and DDoS attacking servers and shit. Right. Why don't they get a job as security for companies to keep 
you know. And they would pay good money. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have to be rotten in jail because you wanted to do something illegal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. You'd be getting paid so much money that you could do anything that you fucking wanted within limits. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger better, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. Here's a question for you. Have you seen Back to the Future? Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In uh, Back to the Future Part 2, they travel to what year? Do you remember? That's when they go to the West, wasn't it? No, that was Part 3. That's Part 3. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. They go into the future. Yeah. 
And they have the hoverboards and shit? Uh-huh. Yeah. What year was that? 2014, wasn't it? 15. 15. Yes. 2015. 2015. And since we're here in 2015, and I'm looking at this article, and the article is, how accurate were Back to the Future Part 2's 2015 predictions? And it says, here's your reading guide. So let's find out how close they got to... I'm still waiting for Transformers. (laughs) In the year 2000. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fucking A, man. I want my Transformer and hoverboard. Yeah, really. Moon bases and shit. Yeah. Come on now. Okay. It says, it's 2015, (coughs) and that means we're officially living in the future depicted in Back to the Future Part 2 and Schwarzenegger's classic The Sixth Day. We all we already spent a lot of time of 2014 looking forward to this moment and the Hill Valley compensations. We even spoke to the film's art director about the vision and the accuracy and the misguided predictions. Here's what we found. It got right and what got wrong. Hoverboards. Actually, Hoverboard saw a lot of progress in 2014 to the point where it it's a reality on Kickstarter. Tony Hawk even rides one in an, uh, a breakdown of the history of hoverboards, and it's not that stupid prank video either. Oh, yeah, I've seen that video too. Yeah. It's a real, legit hoverboard built as a publicity stunt to advertise an advanced... Mag, M-A-G-L-E-V? Magli? Leave? Maglev? I don't know. Technology. Oh, so, Maglev. Magnetic levitation. Oh, oh, okay, I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so, it's not quite here yet, but they're working on it. Okay, it says, what got, uh, what it, what it got right. Surprisingly, on the technological end of, of things, Back to the Future 2, got a lot of things right, which we broke down back uh, in another previous article. While it's not exactly what you've seen in the movie, some form of the various technologies from bio... Let me pull this for... There we go. From biometrics to Mr. Fusion to TVs and funny shapes are either on the market or being developed as we speak. They even nailed the 80s nostalgia and the fact that physical media was headed to the dumpster. On the other hand, what what it got wrong. In other cases, though, the technology in question may be out there, but market forces proved far from the powerful powerful than Hollywood in the roundup of technology there's no chance in seeing in 2015. Among the things we won't see, holographic displays. Damn. I was just thinking that. Um, precise meteorology. Meteorology. Uh, freeze-dried Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, it says, sorry, folks. We stuck with the the ramen and our freeze-dried dinners. Uh, let's see, and it says, let me see. I just... Yeah, I just... 
Okay, what it missed completely. What's interesting, though, is what the movie missed completely about the future. Here's a brief overview of stuff we used every day that didn't you didn't see in the 80s view of 2015. Smartphones. The Internet. Social networks. And the prevalence of video games. The Oculus Rift. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, time travel. Finally, there's... There's time travel itself, which, to our knowledge, has yet to be invented. Of course, it was recently shown that one of the key issues in time travel, the grandparent paradox, could successfully be gotten around. The physics is advancing rapidly all the time. Who knows? Perhaps this might be the year. You shouldn't bet your future on a roll of the dice, though. So, there you go. That's not true. Explain. Time travel? Uh-huh. They're able, you can't really time travel, but they can send particles of matter through uh, a particle accelerator to reverse the polarity of some shit, and they fucking... They send particles of matter back in time, like, five seconds. And I seen that a while ago. Really? Yeah. But how did they... How did they document it to make sure it went back in time? Uh, <coughs> the, I guess the, the stage of the matter. Uh huh. Cause I guess the matter deteriorates because it is just particle matter. Right, right. So I guess they, 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 they had some weird kind of like laser grid thing. Mm hmm. And it was like the polarity of the matter was going so fast that it created a loop and they sent it. It, they essentially sent it back five seconds. That's crazy. If you think about, okay, this is an easy way of explaining it. The way it is is like, okay, so you have a laser grid, uh-huh. and, it, and it looks like a a WWE ring, okay, like a square laser grid. And then they have pong balls, or okay. not pong balls. They have they have a like the little paddle, the pong paddles. Uh huh. And you know how fast, you know, sometimes it'll go boom, 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 boom. Right, boom. right. That's basically what they do. And that it goes so fast that it, it it goes into itself and it restores the matter back. Because wow. if you think about anything, okay, yeah, you with any kind of piece of matter uh-huh. being anything tangible, say you take a hammer and you hit that hammer against another hammer. Right. Keep doing it repeatedly, keep doing it repeatedly. You see changes in it. And it starts to become damaged. Right. This repairs itself. The particle matter, it repaired itself. So it was going so fast, it was becoming itself again. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I, like I said, I seen that years ago. Really? Yeah. If you look it up, it, it's, it's something true. But they haven't found a way to make more than just particle matter tangible enough to send literal things back in time. Because you have to have that polarity. Right. Kind of like, like you said, back to the future where they take the, uh, <coughs> the DeLorean and it, it goes so fast that it leaves fire tracks. Right. And it just disappears. 
So you have to have enough polarity. Well, yeah, because if you're going that fast, you take a human body and you go that fast, it's going to disintegrate. Yeah. Your everything in your body would become nothing. Yeah. You would basically implode. That's something to think about, kids. Yeah. (laughs) Science on seeing red. Like, this guy talks out of his ass. Uh, Speaking of science, did you see the... the? It was on Facebook yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday, day before yesterday, the guy who made a bat suit from uh, Batman Arkham... uh, Was it Arkham City? With his 3D laser printer. What? And it looked fucking badass. That's it, crazy. Yes, it looked badass. It was cool. That's so crazy. I want a 3D printer now. <laughs> Make me a Deathstroke costume or something. That would be cool. It would be. The only thing is, though, is like, you have to, you have to make it look like it's metal. That's the hardest part. You have to get, like, mesh and then spray paint it with, like, metallics and then get like those people that do those cosplays spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars oh yeah i'm like how do they have any money to do anything all they do is spend money (laughs) they wear the costume one fucking time like come on now and that's it yeah yeah it's um i don't know i uh, as a spectator i think it's pretty cool i think it is too but i like the more simplistic costumes where it's just like cloth because i even though it is a lot of work, most people that make those costumes make them a year ahead of time. Those huge ones with like the giant wings and the freaking huge ass swords and all the makeup and stuff, wigs. Right. Those people take like weeks to prep wigs. Just the wigs. Just the wigs to get all, every hair in place. I seen a cosplay of this, like a cosplay video thing on Hulu one time. Uh huh. And it was just. It was weird. They, 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 one hair at a time. One hair at a time. Holy crap. Yeah, they get a wig, they put it on a, on a, uh, a mannequin head. And they get like hairspray. Sometimes they'll get like combs and brushes and stuff so they can hold the hair or clips or something. And they will take like couple, maybe one or two hairs, maybe just like a couple of hairs and like perfectly move it. To whatever they want it to be. I'm like, I have too much OCD for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I... Buy a wig. <laughs> yeah, just buy a... Those a pre-made, pre-made yeah, wig. Pre-made wigs, they go for more, but you don't have to put in all the labor. You know? Um, I'm actually looking through here right now, trying to see if I can find... Um, the, the picture of Batman. I know it's here. I'm just trying to remember. It'd be cool if somebody made the Arkham Knight. Oh, man. Let's see. What's the difference? It looks, it's like full, it's like a full metal costume. Oh, really? Yeah. You've never seen pictures of the Arkham Knight? No. Really? Yeah. Well, because I knew I wasn't going to be able to play it, so I didn't bother looking into it. Man, I sent you videos of uh, Arkham Knight on um, on Facebook. 
like the the trailers and stuff. Uh huh. Oh my god. The Batmobile has like a a, a tank cannon on it. And you use the you can use the tank cannon because there's a there's a, uh, a platoon of tanks uh-huh. in whatever mission they were doing for the and there's like gameplay footage of this too but you can use the Batmobile to blow up the tanks with this cannon and it has like machine guns on it and everything really out, yeah I was like dude <laughs> holy crap that's cool. Let's see. I'm still looking. I found the page. It's uh, under comic book resources. That's usually where I see everything. <laughs> so I'm just scrolling through here. <clears throat> they post so much stuff in a 24-hour time period. Oh, yeah. It's hard to... Some of the stuff isn't even like comic book related. Uh-uh. Like the interview stuff that they post. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Sorry. I know I'm losing you here. We're we're getting there, I promise. You just cut it up. Um Did you have you seen the the trailer for Ant Man yet? There's a trailer now? From what I understand there's a trailer. Have you seen it? No. Uh, I just scrolled past it right now. Uh, um it's gonna come out July seventeenth this year. Well, they got, uh, fucking Benedict Cumberdick to play, uh, Doctor Strange. <clears throat> and did you know that Fantastic Four has already a sequel release date? Really? <laughs> yeah. They don't even have the first damn stupid one out. No. The new Fantastic Four. That's, you know, that movie's gonna bomb horribly. Yes. I know we've, we've talked about this for over a year now. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's gonna just crash and burn. I don't think anybody's gonna see it. I don't think anybody's gonna see it either. I think they're wasting their time because have you seen the thing where they 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 said that the uh, the last Fantastic Four comic will be coming out uh, last year or this year or sometime? I don't know. I can't remember what they said. But they're canceling it. Yep. No more Fantastic Four. Really? Why? I have no clue. I, I scrolled past it because I was like, eh, I don't want to read depressing news. <laughs> you know? That's, that's I see it on comic book resources. That's, that's, I'm like, what? I don't wonder. Here it is. I found it. I found it. I found it. I found it. <clears throat> now I just gotta have my slow ass 3G connection. <laughs> Load. Screw 4G. Let's go back to 3G. I don't know. Your mom's phone, when, when I was using my phone, your mom's phone had 3G on it and it loaded faster than my phone. Really? And my phone had 4G LTE on it. He made the suit with the printer. The 3D printer. Oh my god, that's badass. <laughs> Dude, the only, my only complaint though. Uh huh. Is he's not built big. He's built like Christian Bale. So he looks like Christian Bale in the Arkham outfit. That's badass, though. Oh, man. Yeah, he used uh, a 3D uh, printer for that. Oh, excuse me. It's from uh, Arkham Origins. Origins? Yeah. Okay. 
<clears throat> you would have preferred to see him a little bit more buffer. Yeah. Because if we're if we're going for Arkham, man, Batman in that game is like yeah, superhuman level. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! Batman got stuck in the League of Shadows hole again. He got himself. <laughs> He got himself out of the League of Shadows. You know, today I, I read uh, Volume 4 of the Batman, because, you know, I have all five volumes right yeah. now. Read Volume 4 today, and it talk, it's a, a reimagining of his origins. And it's pretty damn cool. They do a really good job about... They kind of touch on where... Because they never talk about where he goes and... You know, what, what he, he does. does. Yeah. So they kind of touch on that a little bit. And, hmm. uh, like, uh, they, they were saying that how he knows how to drive a car is because he was taught how to drive by this world renowned, uh, robber. And he was just, he could never be caught because of how good his driving skills were. So Bruce Wayne becomes friends with this guy just to learn how to drive. So <laughs> that's, that's why he's so good. And it was kind of neat because these people that he was associating himself with learning these techniques and whatnot, um, were not very, you know, nice people. They weren't, they were criminals essentially. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, <clears throat> the only way to beat a criminal is to be a criminal. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And then there's That's one. That's why I call him a vigilante. Uh, there was one. It was kind of hard to swallow because of the, the physics behind it. You know, the actual, I know what the human body can do kind of thing. Yeah. You know, in real life. Yeah. And <clears throat> he was in this like death match for 28 hours and, um, he wouldn't kill these people. And that's why once you start, you can't stop until they're dead. Dead, yeah. And then um, finally, they just passed out. He kept on going, but eventually they passed out from fatigue, but he he never killed them. And that's kind of like his endurance. That's where he yeah. learned how to do his, you know, his, I thought that was really cool. I thought, yeah, I, I see what you're saying with the whole human body thing. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that a human body can fight for 28 hours straight. No. Human body can't stand for 28 hours straight. No. My human body can't stand for more than five hours straight. <laughs> Sometimes when we'd, uh, when I was in middle school, if we'd get in trouble or anything, cause I had this class, they kicked me out of the regular class because supposedly I was, I was causing too much drama when people kept stealing my shit. Uh huh. So they put me in this kind of like behavioral class. So the, the teacher would give the, the teacher in the behavioral class my work for the period. And if we got in trouble for something, you know, we, we'd have to stand up for so many minutes. Uh-huh. And like 40 minutes, I was like dying. I was sweating so hard. You had to stand up with your backpack on, not move at all. <sighs> yeah. It, I was like, uh, my knees were like shaking. I, like, <clears throat> I have dual, <sighs> my parent, Parenting me is kicking in, mm -hmm. you know, because instantly that's torture. Yeah. You know, that's UN regulated torture. <laughs> it is. Stand up straight. Don't move at all for 40 minutes. 
not talk, just stand there with your backpack on, with all your stuff in it. <clears throat> oh, and it was also going back to the Batman thing. Um, he's fighting the Red Hood. Oh, is he? Yeah, and it's essentially it's the Joker. Joker, yeah. But the way that the story was kind of with woven together, mm-hmm. can't talk. Um, it was really he like created this gang of Red Hoods. He was the only one that had the Red Hood. Uh, other members had like a cloth red hood. Mm-hmm. And most of these people were like businessmen. And somehow he was able to blackmail, you know, these high society people to do his bidding. What? Yes, it was really good. And, uh, that's how he formed his gang. And whatever number you were, and the, the number of the gang, because he was referred to as Red Hood One. He was the very first one. Mm-hmm. And then there was just one guy, uh, he was like the 342nd Red Hood member. Mm-hmm. So he was Red Hood 342. And that's how they were distinguished. Is that where they got, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Venture Brothers, but they, uh, they have this guy on there. He's, he's an antagonist. And uh, his name is the Monarch, and he runs like henchmen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they don't call each other by names or anything. They know each other's names, but you say number forty two or number twelve. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's the guy. He's he's what is it? Blue and yellow outfit, right? That guy. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. He's yeah. got a little crown yeah, yeah. on, the super weird eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Monarch. Yeah. I don't know, but it was really good because well. Spoilers. I mean, there's not much spoilers with the Red Hood. You know what happens to him, but he gets knocked into a vat of, of mm-hmm. you know, chemicals. And he turns into the Joker! Yes. So, I thought that was very well done. You know, lighter. Yeah. Might as well smoke with you. So, that's, uh, that's volume five. And I thought it was really cool oh, because... Four. Or volume four, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, you're getting ahead of yourself. Yeah. Don't tell me. No. I was getting ready to read, uh, five today, but then I ended up going to the store. <laughs> so I'll, I'll read it tomorrow. Um, but one of the things that I liked about it too was <clears throat> they kind of stayed traditional with, um, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. That little pop. Yeah. They kind of stayed traditional with the Batman, the original Batman. He had like the purple gloves on, you know. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty cool. Um, also. Did Jim Lee illustrate that one? No, Greg Capullo. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, him and, and Scott Snyder have a 50 issue deal. So they're going all the way to issue 50. Wow. And I think they're going to be finished this year. They'll hit issue fifty, but um, it's it it was really good. Plus, they beat the shit out of Bruce Wayne. I mean, just like shot him twice, beat him with a crowbar and an axe, and I mean, just and there's there's this one scene where Alfred's the sitting there stitching him up. And, you know, Master Bruce, and he's like, <laughs> you know, we may not agree. I may not like the things you do. But know that I will always be here to sew you up. 
And it was just, it was really cool. It was a cool moment. That's an emotional thing too. Because I'll always be here for you. Through thick and thin. (laughs) Because, uh, you know, and I'm sure you've seen the memes where Alfred's slapping Batman. Yeah. That's this, this book. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, it's, it's very, because at first Alfred feels like the best way to fight crime is for him to go out there, be CEO Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Because in this book, his uncle's the CEO of Wayne Industries. Uh huh. And Bruce Wayne's like, I just don't, I don't want anybody to know that I'm alive. Yeah. And, um, Alfred feels like he's kind of being a coward about, you know, not going public. And he had said something kind of smart ass and Alfred just bop right in the face. <laughs> it was funny too. Not funny. No. Oh man. But it was, it was a good. Speaking of Batman. Yes. Did I ever tell you that? When Rebecca and I play Injustice, the only character that she can play is Batman. You mentioned it off air. You haven't talked about it on, on podcast. Okay, well, for Christmas, Rebecca got a PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. Congratulations. Ooh. I'm jealous. <laughs> anyway. Um, You'll be able to buy your own here soon. No, no. She, uh, she got a free $10 PlayStation voucher, which is bullshit because they... they <laughs> When they advertised the PlayStations at first, uh-huh. they came with a uh, with a free month of PlayStation Plus, which is the subscription subscription thing that they have for. It's kind of like Xbox Live. So what that in turn gives you is you know free games and stuff. So when she got she she got the ten dollars, she paid for the subscription for PlayStation Plus. So she got Injustice, and she got she already had a voucher for Little Big Planet three, which she was super excited for because she loves Little Big Planet. And she got some game off of, uh, PlayStation Network with Injustice called Secret Ponchos. <laughs> Which is funny, but, um, we we're playing Sorry. Injustice going through the story mode. And the only character that Rebecca is able to play is Batman. The only character that I'm able to play is Deathstroke. Oh, really? Yes. I am a fucking monster with Deathstroke for no reason. I don't understand why. I was like, maybe because it, he has such a, a weird fighting style. He has like the rifle and he's got the guns, but man, she, <laughs> we were playing, uh, the story mode. Like I said, there was a fight between Batman and Joker and Joker fucks you up with this crowbar combo. <sighs> Every, do you know about the crowbar combo? Yeah, I, I used to, well, yeah, I had injustice for a while and he would fuck you up with this crowbar combo so bad. And I think we were talking about this in the car. And, um, Rebecca tries to, to, uh, to play as Joker, cause essentially the game, you know, spoilers for anybody if they haven't played Injustice, there's like a paradox between, um, the universe that Batman, you know, the, Batman's universe and right. Metropolis, the whole Justice League universe, there's two different universes. And, um, Superman, I guess, is evil in this other paradoxing he doesn't think he's evil but he is evil and you play as joker fighting the joker mm-hmm. she's like how the fuck do i do that crow color combo because ah! it does so much damage it does Jaden, remember i was about to tell you the end because Jaden beat it in a week 
We haven't played it yet. And you told me, you like, don't tell us. Yeah, don't tell us, don't tell us. But yeah, and I, I've played it. I've played it too. We've, we're, I think we, we said that we were at the, uh, Paradox Doomsday fight with regular Superman. Yes. So we're, you're we're right almost there. to the end. Oh man, it's fun though. It, it is. is. Uh, I'm pretty good with Green Arrow too. He's, he's, his little, um, spinny bow combo thing fucks people up. It's cool. I just, I can't understand how to do all the arrow shit with the different arrows and fire and the ice. Man, I was playing against Green Arrow on the story mode. He like, he shot the arrow thing at me, turned me into ice, came up, did the freaking, the bow combo, spun it, knocked me into the air, shot the arrows up, juggled me, and then did a, a super move while I was mid air and fucking killed me. I was like, how in the hell are the AIs that good? That is crazy. We have a normal difficulty, mind you. <laughs> did you, have you gotten to the Green Lantern yet? Which fight? Uh, where he's the bad guy. Yeah. Okay. We fought, uh, green, green lantern versus yellow yeah. lantern. Yeah. yeah. We did that one, man. He fucked us up too. That's what I was going to say is that was the, a, the yellow. We had the, Ooh, that combo that he does or he's like, and I never noticed this before. But I was like, you know why he never uses a super combo? Because he uses his super gauge to charge up his, uh, his ring and do that slam combo that does like almost a whole bar of health. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. It took a couple tries to get him. <laughs> but that's what I was just thinking when you're talking about health and stuff was. God. That fight was insane too. And then the fight with, uh, Aquaman versus Aquaman. Yes. God. I was like, you know what? I'm putting my, cause I haven't played fighting games and that's like a real fighting game. Cause right. it's, it's essentially Mortal Kombat mixed with like Street Fighter. Right. So the fight system, I'm it's like, okay. Strategic moves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta remember your frames per second. You gotta remember your hitbox. You have, everything's timing and paying attention, like block, throw, grab, you know. Right. The Wonder Woman versus Wonder Woman fight was hard too. Let me tell you, the only way that I could beat Wonder Woman is using the sword and shield. I don't remember it, to be honest with you. Excuse me. You know how I beat that bitch? Level transitions. Oh? Yes. Level transitions. I do a combo, boom, 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 boom. Level transition, boom. Whole bar of health gone. Get her up. She starts beating my ass. I'm like, fuck, right? So I use the super on her. Knock her down, get her back up, get her into the corner, do a level transition. Boom, she's dead again. I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I was stuck on that fight for like a half an hour. I was like, fuck, man. That's a fun game. It is. It is really fun. Like I said, we, we have the, um, oh, I didn't mention this on air, but, uh, when we got the free injustice, it came with the, the ultimate edition. Which has all the DLC, all the costumes, all the characters. Oh, right on. It has the Star Labs trials. It has the, the character card thing. But for whatever reason, we can't sign in to the WBID thing for it. Uh huh. Because when you play Injustice, you unlock shit for the mobile game. And, uh, like it gives you, cur- like the in-game currency for the mobile game. It gives you, uh, characters for the mobile game. It gives you character card 
uh, customization for the mobile game. It does a lot. It gives you coins and shit that you use to get like the booster packs on the mobile game to get better characters. Cause you start off, you start with three people and these three people suck ass. Usually it's like green arrow, Solomon Grundy and whatever else. Um, that's what she has. And I've seen like her fight other people on there uh-huh. and they have like the same thing. And the tutorial for the game actually is you fight as Green Arrow versus Batman. And what, you know, something I don't understand. What's that? Everybody has different costumes in the Paradox universe for Injustice except Green Arrow. That's true. That's very true. Cause Batman's costumes are different. Mm-hmm. Superman, uh, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Solomon Grundy, Doomsday, everybody. But, uh, Green Arrow is the only one that does not have a different costume. <laughs> when they got to him, they're like, fuck it. Yeah, they're like, eh, nobody really likes Green Arrow anyway. But Black Canary has a different costume. I don't, what? I think I fought Zatanna but one time. In the beginning. Yeah, and that was it. So, I don't know. Huh. It's a fun game though, really it is. If you guys are into fighting games and comics at the same time. Oh yeah. Definitely check it out. Definitely. Yeah. Alright kids, we are actually in the hour 10 minute mark, so I don't know what it'll be like when I slim it down, because it is like 2 o'clock in the morning and we're doing a lot of yawning. and Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot of pausing. Alright kids, so that's it for this week. I am David K. Montoya. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you're just one of those people that think, well, it's okay to kill your mom and then have sex with her, then you're seeing red. <laughs> Good night, folks. Welcome to Seeing Red. Say we didn't warn you.